Hello. Hello, this is episode 131 of Rum Doings. Bonjour, Jean. Uh, Chevalier. Bonjour, Nicolas, ça, ça va? Chevalier Blanc, protecteur du tous les dames fragiles. <laughs> oui, oui. <laughs> so, um, you are indeed the protector of all the ladies. Well, they need someone your... to protect them because they're such little doilies. They are very fragile. Um, mm. how, how's the horse, by the way? Is it? Um, I noticed it's supposed to be white, but actually, the um, it, it's, it's got mottled. It's, got, it's, it's, a bit, it's a bit of a mutty horse, and actually, it's a mare. So you're actually it's it's a lady horse as well that's doing most of the work. Ruining my reputation as a white knight. I know. Uh, but anyway, can you can we just clarify something very quickly? You wrote a now infamous article that you knew would become infamous. I got all cross on behalf of ladies and said it's enough now being nasty to them. And I got I got cross on behalf of myself. Yeah, and lots of lots of people wrote back to you and said yay, and some people said boo as you wanted. Um, but, <laughs> Hang but on, the, no, 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 no. What did I want? You're, well, you're a self, you're a self-aggrandizing, self-promoting egotist, aren't you? I don't think so, but then... You are, but you're allowed to admit it. No remember the no, the no false modesty rule, remember? Yeah, the, in, within the no false modesty rule, I like it when people praise me. I didn't write this with praise to the point, you know, where I said I only invited people to email me if they disagreed. Mm. Um, uh, I've had since then, in the last 24 hours, I've had over 800 emails. <laughs> I about, read all of them. which I have, unbelievably, of mm. which about 780, 770 mm-hmm. have been uh, very positive and uh, a, a very small number, 20 or 30, have been completely loony. But that must be very good for your ego then. No, it's actually, do you know what? It, after, it, I, what I would like is to have had all those emails sent to me over the last 15 years in a kind of spread <laughs> out. Then my ego would be somewhere off yeah, the now, There's something now strange about artificial. getting... Something strange about getting that many compliments in 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 such a short space of time, where they don't really seem to they don't stack up. It's not like they don't kind of stack. Yeah. It just sort of yes. goes, just becomes topple. a little overwhelming and weird. And they all just topple down and and, and bonk you on the head. Um, well, like, uh, being a, a typical neurotic writer, um, the insults outweigh. It just even though it's been like twenty to seven hundred eighty. Too mad, too mad people are enough to uh, overweigh the whole thing. The one thing, let's let's clarify one thing though, because there has there, there was a little tweet about how you dared to bring your wife into it and sexualize I, the poor, I delicate, did sexualize the poor, poor Laura. delicate, the delicate little Laura, whom we know um, is is so very fragile and indeed is not a sexual being. She's a vapor. I, um, I dragged her vagina onto the internet. Exactly. But can we can, can we at least say for those who have read it and thought it was a bit wrong? Because actually, it was my favourite bit of the piece, um, <laughs> and, and I mean that sincerely because it, at least it dragged it back to earth. You know, after after w- William Wilberforce admitted that he liked a bit of rumpy pumpy as good, I thought. Um, so <laughs> if you're was, comparing me to Wilberforce, I'm taking that compliment. That's no, good I mean, for me. It, it is. It was sort of bad, bad, but 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 I'll tell you why. Uh, I'll tell you what annoys me about that after. Yes, um, of course you will. But uh, anyway, I like the fact that part of that line, at least, was property of her. Yes, indeed. It was, uh, Laura and I were talking about this in mm. advance, and Laura suggested I make a joke regarding that. Mm. And I thought I'd kind of, when I was idly thinking about this when I was in the States last week, I was thinking, mm. it'd be funny to say that, but, you know, maybe Laura wouldn't be happy with it. But she <laughs> suggested it before I could even bring it up, which was great. It's very good. Very good. You're lucky that she's like that, and she's not I like am. all the other rubbish ladies who are just awful, really... Yeah. Mm. Awful, dreadful women who can't think for themselves. No. Anyway, the topic today is, what should we do with the interest rates? <laughs> good. Yeah. I'm drinking some sort of whiskey thing at the moment. Wow. And I'm... I uh, having it with a little piece of very very dark black chocolate. When I say very very dark, I oh mean oh gosh, you mean 90, stone out of the garden? I mean ninety nine percent, John. Ugh, it's just revolting with it's the like whiskey, powdery mm. awfulness. <laughs> delicious. It's not delicious. It, it You've just good. gone doolally. Stop it. The lack of sugar in your diet has sent you insane. <laughs> oh no! Last night I had full fish and chips with the full traditional batter and everything on it. What was the I... special occasion? It wasn't. It was just. Um, I thought to hell with it for a while. I think I can allow myself that once and that once a month. And you know that I don't actually play the game. Ooh, I feel terrible afterwards. Like when I had my half anniversary yes, of birthday, it was fine. But actually, sadly, this morning for for the first time, I, I had to take a an antacid with me on my run. That's such a terrible half burn. But it was worth it because the fish and chips were very nice. I I've got a horrible confession to make to you. You 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 you, you gutted through ten kilograms of pure coke. <laughs> and then, and by Coke, I mean Coca Cola, of course. I stopped. I stopped having any flour at all. Flour, yeah. About five weeks. 
yeah up to easter and in though in that time mm-hmm. i all my squitty botty problems went away I'm not surprised to be honest i don't want that to be true i'm not surprised i'm not surprised i don't want that. to be one of those people the good news is i think one of those people is pretty much like 60 or 70% of folk we are i know you don't believe in evolution but if you did you'd admit that we you know, <laughs> just we've only saying. we've only been eating these we've only been eating these grains for about ten thousand years and the dwarf variety. How for the last what, what, do you do, what, what do you mean? Ten, the Earth's only four and a half thousand years old, Nick. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry. Don't be silly. I'm not okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anyway, mean we've only been eating these things for about one hundred twenty years. <laughs> yes, or, or probably would be less than that if we take into the yeah, about ten minutes. Um, yes, due ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. So I, I reckon, and I've I, gone back to not eating it again. I had what we had. A, I had a weekend off uh, while I was in America. Yeah, which was after spending a week in America not consuming flour. Yeah. It really rather did reduce my dietary options. But I, I do have to say though that um, it's as long as you give yourself the occasional treat, so that you yes. know it's not complete abstinence. It's actually pretty doable, really. You know, it is. It really is doable. Like, you know, and you, 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 you do start. You just eat eat more vegetables and things. So it's not like it's going to kill you. By the way, and actually, I was listening to a. So say, I was listening to a podcast from about one and a half, two years ago. I was look, trying to look up something. So to, vain. No, I was actually trying to look up something to do with Judith. And I thought, had she walked yet? And I was going, to going backwards and forwards. And I just blipped to a piece where you said, but my God, how could you? You couldn't eat any pasta. You couldn't eat any bread. What do you eat? You'd eat nothing. You'd starve. And I thought, oh my goodness, <laughs> that's sort of false consciousness. Uh, but, but surely, how, how could women have the vote? Um, and... <laughs> Well, let's and it, put an end to that, if yeah. anything else. Now, actually, it's a bit tedious, isn't it, really? This whole I, was, I thought I would just challenge you and we discuss that, that whole piece. But actually, I, I <laughs> don't know if I can be asked. In, in the spirit of rum doings, I don't know if I really can be asked. Is there anything Honestly, else I'd it? rather talk about anything else right now after yeah. all I've talked about for a weekend. So. Exactly. The one thing, one thing I will say, uh, I won't even go into about what the, the yeah, issues are. Please tell really me what was wrong with it. Come on. No, I won't. I won't go. I won't. Oh, I'm not going to go fully into that. But what I'll say is that I found it a little strange where you said, uh, note that I'm talking about all women uh, if, as long as they identify as women. And I thought, actually... Do you have the right to talk about all women? Do you really? No, no, no. You, you've, you've, I think you quite deliberately misunderstood that. What I said, what I was saying was, I'm not excluding people who mm. are born male. I'm saying people. Yeah. I'm talking I about know, people who I identify as women. You've deliberately misconstrued that. No, exactly. But you were effectively. You, but your whole piece was. It just troubled me in that you seemed to be pronouncing on and also pronouncing about and really a manifesto. Concerning, that's concerning, not what I did. Concerning I women, you would say concerning that. women with a capital W. Yeah, but as I if didn't you could summarise, as if you could simply summarise their situation. But of course, their I couldn't. Situation. That would be nonsense. I wouldn't even start to do I that. I think that's you were starting to do that. I think I it just, was a bit. I think I'm disappointed. I genuinely thought you would find a real flaw I could reflect on, but that's that's pretty lame. To no, do that. no, I've discussed it with others as well, and that is Have the you? only flaw. Interesting. Because in I've seen your attempts to discuss it with others who've all shot shot no, you not, down. Not, not online. I don't, those aren't real people. I'm oh, talking okay. about. I'm talking. Your, your stance is very logocentric, and that you define certain categories, and then you decide that those are categorical imperatives for. Well, can those you name the categories, categories I'm defining? Well, there, there, there are women. They are oppressed in these specific sorts of ways, the, and 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 then you go when on. When did about, I say I said nothing then, of the sort? And then, for example, and then for example, you deliberately do not define sexism or misogyny. Uh, you actually make a deliberate point of no, saying no, no, we're not no, going I to go there. No, 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 I didn't say that. I said. I said, in this instance, I'm not going to argue about which what falls into which. Exactly, and and from my philosophical bent, you don't get to do that. <laughs> what? You don't but get wasn't, to. It wasn't you don't relevant get to, brush to the that passage up. I was saying. No, I, but it's relevant to your whole thesis because no. otherwise you're begging the question from the start. Because if you want to argue that there is a lot of misogyny or a lot of uh, sexism, I think it does behove you very specifically to define your terms, and you actually didn't. I didn't. That whole, I really, and, I really that whole didn't piece, think it was necessary. Well, no, I think it's a lack of necessary. equality. Do you need anything more than a lack of yes, equality? Yes, a lack of equality else? is a, a lack of equality is is is, is specious. Uh, of course, there's a lack of equality. Um, you're taller than I am. My cat won't live as long as I will. The world is full of things that are a lack of equality. What exactly is that saying about anything? You need to be far more precise than that. That's that's fourth form nonsense. <laughs> 
We are n- none of us is equal. None of us is equal, John. We all have different atoms and different chemicals in us and different abilities. We will live different lengths of time. Unfairnesses will befall us all. We have different wealth. We n- none of us is equal. You cannot just fall back on that. Sorry, nobody is equal. So that doesn't work. No. Yes, but that's that's uh, absurd because that's not yeah, absurd. As yes, of of course, what you've said is true. It's also completely irrelevant to the discussion. The discussion. Well, I don't know because not... you refused. You refused to define the discussion. You just decided to have it without <laughs> saying what you were exactly discussing, as if it didn't matter. Do you know what I was discussing? Can you assume it for yourself based on your no. knowledge of misogyny and sexism? No, no, I no? can't really because oh. no. But I'll tell you why. Because your notion of misogyny and sexism may be rather different to mine in that it comes from a certain Christian bent, for example. And I'm not being that to attack you. I'm saying that we may have very different notions of what it is to uh, be misogynistic or sexist. For example, you have a certain notion of a spiritual dimension to a person, which I may not. And therefore, for you, the word objectifying may have a very different meaning to me, whereas I think that everybody is an object and that's all they are. For you, everybody is an object and a soul. So to objectify someone is to deny their soul. For me, I don't have that. So actually, this goes very deep. That's interesting. I like that differentiation. That's interesting. And I think there are there. I think and I think there are are further. You see, that's the problem when you don't question what what exactly very deeply are we discussing. We can think that we're all in some sort of cozy agreement. And you know, I don't like cozy agreement. Where actually <laughs> we're actually we're agreeing on the most superficial. Let's be nice to ladies. And what really is that? All this is about. Well, that's that's not what I said. So no, actually. I'm not saying that's what you said. But if if we don't discuss very precisely and painfully the depths of what we mean here then that's all we do mean and as you said i like people i don't like to see them abused well mm-hmm. okay say abused but yes everybody will uh, probably adolf hitler would have probably agreed with you on that one you well, know no, he wouldn't because he very much did like to see certain people abused so he wouldn't have agreed with well you that. like to see certain people abused as well for example people who are misogynistic and nasty no, i don't like to see them abused at all uh, uh, and another thing which i found a bit surprising about your piece <laughs> never mind carry on another thing i found a bit surprising about your piece uh-huh. was where you are very quick to uh, with the writers you are very quick to argue about context and narrative um whereas where were- where earth did I mention not context and narrative? Where when you about the rioters, everybody has their own story. There is a reason. Oh why gosh, we're like talking about a completely different thing. Yes. I wrote it over a year ago. Yeah. Whereas now in this piece, it's almost like those nasty sexists are other. They're demons. They are these strange. Um, peculiar entities with which one cannot have any rational discourse that's the, no, one, no 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 but whole, one, one whole... can try to persuade but at the moment they're in a place where which is irrational and we can't really understand so we have to try and bring them into the light and i would say that actually the place that they're in is perfectly understandable and under a certain light is perfectly rational and is based on the antiquity of our species a certain form of tribalism a certain form of identity politics and a certain form of of course great fear of losing that identity and that tribalism. And I don't think that should be trivialised. I think that should be acknowledged and that we all have it in us. We all have it in us to be part of a specific tribe, part of a specific boys' club, part of a gang. And to deny that and to say that actually that's nonsense and atavistic and actually we're all uh, lovey-dovey hippies all in one big kibbutz is nonsense. I, th- I would prefer to acknowledge that actually we do sometimes feel very deeply these differences within us and but that we then need to reject them as being unhelpful to the society in which we now live and to the duty that we have to our fellow man and woman uh but do you see what i mean i don't i don't like the let's pretend it's not there and if it is there it's a mistake i prefer to say it's there it may have a good reason evolutionarily for being there but we have to work through the painful process of putting it in a box or putting it aside or understanding I, why it needs to be um, why it needs to be dealt with. I don't disagree with anything you're saying. I just don't think, again, you've, 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 you're applying something that's just not relevant. The only them I was talking about are the people who actively try to prevent this debate from taking place. That's the only them. Yeah, but, I'm aware that the well, vast the most majority scared, of people but Those are the most scared people, care. aren't they? Those are the most scared people, aren't they? Yes, the ones, the ones who are actively trying to stop the debate yes. are the ones who are petrified frankly i directly equate them to the christian the christians who try to argue against gay marriage by saying marriage is being destroyed by gay mm. marriage a complete you know 
and and I think you can talk about them as a them as well. You you need to understand their motivations. You need to. It's such an irrational position to begin with, wanting to prevent committed relationships because it destroys the notion of committed relationships. That's an irrational position to begin with. It's equally irrational. No, to I say don't think it is irrational. I think no, I don't think it is irrational. I think they believe that they believe in a hierarchy of relationships, and they believe that certain relationships are beneficial for society, and certain bene- relationships are not beneficial no, no, for society. I, that, that, yes, but they it don't does annoy argue me that. slightly. Actually, to be honest, um, when people have argued, oh, um, look at these funny Christians. This they they like marriage, and yet they're arguing against uh, committed marriage. Ha ha. I mean, I've kind of said that myself, but actually, it's perfectly logically consistent. If no, you no, no. To the, say gay marriage is no good as marriage. Gay relationships are no good as relationships, so we don't want to promote them. Sorry. No, no, no. You that that that's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying is they say that our marriage, my marriage, my heteronormal marriage, is being harmed by gay marriage. That's the argument they're making, which is where it equates to these gamers who are saying my games will be damaged if there's more games that are accessible to uh, a broader range of people. Why, it's the same illogical on, irrational yeah, and, and, and this is and, and this is the other problem. What do you mean accessible to a broader range of people? What do you mean? How, how can that be more un, unclear? Well, why are they not accessible to a broader range of people? Because there are people currently are stating that they are put off by the nature of, of, the, of, of a typical macho, brawny man shooting down a helicopter's mm. game. Well, I'm put off by them. Me too. But so what? That's, I didn't I say, I didn't I, say I have, more accessible have, to women. I, have, I said more I have, accessible I have, to a broader range of people. But I don't care. I have no right to them. If, if that's what most people want, I don't care. I don't no, have no, to no, like you... everything. I don't like. I don't like certain forms of music either. I'm not going to ask them to start. Oh, I, oh, I if... don't like the three-four beat. I'd prefer it to be four-four now, so more people can listen to yes, it. Yes, indeed, oh, seven, that would four. be. A... That would be a stupid thing to say. So, so what? Why should I care whether it's accessible to certain people or not? It's because like, you might like, want... Oh, art needs to be accessible to more people. Let's dumb it down or let's broaden it out. How no, I don't care. Dumbing it down, really? You're making some very lazy arguments or here. Broaden, this is beneath you. Or broaden it out or whatever. It's these people who say... No, I thought we're broadening it. It's about don't, variety. What? So what? Oh, art needs to be more accessible to a greater range of... Oh, piss off. Art can be accessible to whoever wants it to be, etc. And yes. same, thing with, same thing with games. I, I don't like it, but I... Don't begrudge those who like it in its current rut. Yes, you do. You begrudge it enormously. I don't because you absolutely I, I you can begrudge it. it to the very just, core of your being. You no, are I don't. infuriated I just it. by it. No, no, I have contempt for it. But exactly, you are livid that people it. are enjoying this art form that you can no longer enjoy because it changed away from what you originally no, but, wanted it to be. You're I'm, livid about no, it. No, but I don't. I don't wish to change it. I'm not campaigning. Yes. I'm not. I'm you not can campaign. do nothing campaign. but complain about it. When, no campaign. When did I campaign to have it changed? You don't campaign, but you complain endlessly about. I it. I don't care. You do. You care very much. <laughs> I really silly don't. To say that you don't. <laughs> I can live a perfectly full life without games, as you well know. Yes, but you d- that doesn't stop you from endlessly complaining that other people are enjoying them. It infuriates you that they are. But they clearly are. It doesn't matter. That my <laughs> yeah, opinion it is irrelevant. It doesn't matter to you. But that's irrelevant that it matters Why do you me. put so much energy into being so upset that people are enjoying it if it doesn't matter? Because it doesn't matter. I can enjoy being upset about other people's enjoyment <laughs> of things without having to stomp around and demand change. You stomp around and demand change all the time. I don't. I, I don't really. I you're the stompiest person in the universe about this. No, uh, look, people want their shoot 'em up, bang the man in the head, and collect the lady game. They can have that. I'm not. They can have that, them. and I fully support it. And I would. I would think it would be abhorrent if anyone tried to take it away from them. Except when they are little, there are little statues of of, of uh, zombie ladies. You don't like those. You I don't, like those to be taken. I away. don't like little. I don't like really unpleasant statues of of dismembered uh, bikini torsos used to promote games. No, but I don't object to games. Yeah, just as long as they don't use uh, as long as they don't use torsos with ladies, men torsos, you'd be okay with. I just really. Uh, this is so frustrating i wish martin were here to tell you to stop being so bloody silly because you'll listen to him well that's all that's all that he'd say though to be honest because the problem is that he actually quite likes those games the dead island game i haven't i haven't played the no, no, new no, one no, yet, saying, no, yet. The but the original the guru, dead island the guru, those the the is a brilliant game, game. i loved no, it the, the guru shoot shoot games he quite likes as well and that's another thing i mean to what extent do we disallow Martin doesn't those. like those games very much, I'm afraid. He likes, yeah. I think he likes Spec Ops more than I did, but which was a, a game satirising or at least commenting on that genre. Um, he, he doesn't. He's very fed up with the state of the modern shooters, I'm afraid. I mean, to what extent do 
Uh, what do you want? What do you want, Joe? What do you what want? Do I want? Yeah, what do you want after all this? Do you want to ban them? Do you want to stop them? Do you want to encourage What do you want? What do you want? Do you I accept want... shouting at all the poor little men? Little boys, <laughs> I want more. The, the, I want little variety. I want variety and I want greater acceptance. There that doesn't is, seem um, that the market wants that variety, does it? Um, well, the, it, it, the, the, this is an interesting point when it comes to what the market wants. It's becoming less relevant with, with indie development, thank goodness, and stuff like that. But I think it's more... I, in, the, in the last 24 hours, I've received literally you know, hundreds of testimonies from women in the industry telling me about the, the abysmal treatment they've had from... from uh, male-dominated studios and, and stuff. There is a real horrible reality to just how misogynistic the games industry is and there, indeed many other industries is there, as well. No, hold on, hold on. I don't know whether that's true because I think, it oh, might okay. just, I, I think it might just be that people are generally unpleasant to everybody. You know what I mean? I think you could receive a lot of emails from, from young men who are starting there who are treated abysmally by their bosses. Well, I wonder to the degree to which it's their femaleness that's upsetting them or the fact well, it's, that it's, the, the whole it's, market economy is ghastly. You know I, what I mean? I, I is, it, is it capitalism we're complaining about, or, or specifically I women? It, I imagine it is both. I, I think the weakness in my article was the failure to expand on the point. The point that this is not unique to gaming, and this is not mm. caused by gaming. What it, where, where that is differentiated is that gaming, as it's played. Uh, is breeding and encouraging and supporting these these awful networks. Just you know, plug in an Xbox Live uh, headset and have your wife do the talking, and you'll instantly find out. Um, uh, just how unpleasant an, an environment it can be, and that's very specific to. Yeah, but it, hold on, but um, is that is that games or is that teenage boys and the whole? It's not. If only it were teenage boys. It's unfortunately mostly men in their twenties and thirties. Well, or, or is it? Is it the? You know, again, I that gets dangerously to the games have caused them to be violent. The games have caused them to be misogynistic. The oh no, 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 are, not at all. The I environment, the environment encourages the behaviour. There's the games obviously don't cause it. There's that would be madness. I find it odd that the environment still encourages that behaviour. I know, and that's I the tragedy, and that's I, what we're writing about. Yeah, but I thought that I, I still feel a disconnect because I feel that we have progressed significantly in so many ways I, and yet I'm, we I'm seem to be regressing in others are we yes we, we are really we regressing? are I mean, just... are we regressing or is that kind of oh this generation is the worst in it are we really regressing? oh no 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 not worse than the 70s worse than the benny hill sort of i don't think that's correct <laughs> i think we've oh well, this is the, my point this is the problem isn't it we, we've created a veneer of improvement over the surface so we don't no, put benny hill think, on television but no. we all talk about how much better it was when we did no, I, th- I think you're incorrect. I think that we are substantially better in many ways. I like to. I like to. I think we are improving, but I think within gaming there is a a real. Concern. Do you think there is a specific problem with gaming? Because we. I think there is, and that's. I think there is something specific within gaming. I don't think it's unique to gaming. I think, but I write about gaming, so that's why I cover that. Mm. I mean, tell me what you liked about the article. Tell me what you thought was good about it, other than the one line Laura came up with. I mean, I thought Laura's was the best bit, but as ever, obviously. Uh, uh, one one point, the uh, Robert Morgan did make a point. Um, <laughs> so not what you thought. <laughs> well, well I'll, I'll say he says um, he, he he said. And uh, actually, Daniel Reaver said my main objection to sexism in games is that it sometimes seems about as important as sexism in tiddlywinks. Right, that's 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 a stupid thing to say. And I said it it, 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 it agreed. It rather misses the ocean for the fetid tributary. And then Reva says, so perhaps it's better compared to sexism in oil rigs or supermarket management. Sexism in arms dealers, prisons guards. But surely that's a bad thing and we should combat it and challenge it. Yes, but, what, but you've, said, you've said that there's something unique or specific about gaming. and it's There's something... Out. No, I, I said it's not unique to gaming. I said this, but there is spe- a specific problem within gaming. It's a, gaming is, has become a very unpleasant culture. Especially yeah, online no, games, multiplayer games. I read, I read about the problem with sexism in gaming in Amiga format. People have been whining about. Well, no, this no, no. For back in those now. days, back in those days, it was talking about the way women in the eighties, women were uh, in gaming were, you know, the barbarian cover is the famous example. Just uh, women in 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 skimpy leotards, um, and if they were in, you know, if they were in games, they were princesses to be rescued. That was certainly a complaint then. But the actual, the 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 inherent seeming inherent misogyny within the development of gaming for the way women are treated as developers um that didn't seem to be such a big issue then and also the culture of gamers there wasn't multiplayer there wasn't these online worlds you could well, go into and support it. each other but but you know i mean i th- i remember there being specific 
female voices in gaming, people like Roberta Williams and so on. Oh, absolutely, and and, and, and Brenda Braithwaite was. You know, so you're saying that. So you're saying that things have gone backwards in that regard. I don't know. I, I I honestly don't know the answer to that. There are obviously many fewer people making games. I don't know whether the proportions have changed at all. Mm. Um, but like, like, can we please talk about something? Because all we've done is talk about this after saying we weren't going to. It, it, it's deeply unpleasant, and I wish I hadn't brought it up. Indeed. Uh, I, I'm still impressed that you can't find a positive thing to say about it, though. No. No. It's all right. <laughs> I think... Uh, you, no, you know my problem. I think you you waste... You waste your impressive energy on games. That's my point. I would prefer that you were shouting about FGM or something like that, not about pixels. But you know, I've always said that. I well, kind of, but um, I, I it believe... just seems a waste of such emotional energy in something that's trivial. And I kind of feel if it's that bad, why don't you just because you can't abandon it's your business? But why don't you just say to hell with you, gaming? Um... Because I believe in it. And I believe that there's already there's an already a huge amount of it that's wonderful and I believe it can just get better. So hmm. But I'm also reaching people in this. I obviously I don't I don't feel But you said think... yourself that you were preaching to the choir or you sort of admitted it uh, no, that I said the choir that, needed to be I able said to that sing if only I said if only that were true, sadly it isn't. But where I am preaching to the choir, great, because I'd love to Do you think you've convinced somebody do you think you've convinced somebody specifically to change their mind in a yes. radical way? I've had an, an, a number of people contacting me over the years and especially and and even more in the last day saying so, yes. Right. Okay, well then, then that, so that for me that that gives some that's, validation that's to enough, it. Yes. And I, I t- um, I, but I don't yes. begin to pretend it's in, important okay. in the same way yeah, that FGM is. I will, I will, I will, um, uh, I will compliment your piece in that I find it more persuasive uh, and more rhetorically valid than what's her name, Sarkeesian. Okay, I, I think y- you're because uh, because I I, I I find her videos fun and mm-hmm. engaging, but. I can see them for the cherry picking that they are, and I know, and 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 in a sense, let's because... be clear. You're talking about the stuff before when she was before she talked about video games. You're talking about the previous uh, video no, she's made. No, those video games videos are like the latest one. What's the latest one that she did about the um, the uh, maiden in distress? Mm-hmm. And I thought I'm enjoying this. She's making a good point, and when I feel that, when I'm being carried away, I need a bit of. I, I force myself always to have a bit of a friendless effect, a bit of estrangement. So I say, hold on. If a point were being made entertainingly here, using the same rhetorical devices, but for some sort of right wing or reactionary point of view that I wasn't instinctively in tune with, would I be allowing her to get away with it, or him to get away with it? What problems would I be finding? And the problem I would be finding would be very specific cherry picking um, and not examining the problematization in some of the uh, examples that she was giving, for example, um, you know, that actually they weren't all of them quite so simple uh, a part of the tropes that she was discussing. Actually, there were significant counterexamples to what she was discussing and they weren't merely sort of... um, uh, trivial counterexamples. There were some quite significant ones, and people had been grappling with these issues. People weren't unconscious about them in the way that she suggested, to the degree that she suggested. Was there a problem? Was there still dealing with uh, unconscious tropes of women in those sorts of positions? Of course, there was. But I just felt that she had rhetorically overegged the pudding a bit to my particular tastes. That's all. Okay, it's interesting. I think with Sarkeesian, it's been it's actually been quite interesting for me with dealing with the emails. Um, it's been a generally useful way to know that I'm, it's, the person is going to suddenly unspeel into madness if they mention her name, because mm. there is an astonishing hate and fury toward her. Oh no, with nothing to hate. She's, she's, a, she's an intelligent. She's an intelligent and engaging presence. But just as with any intelligent and engaging presence, you need to be make make sure you're not completely beguiled by what is superficially a very attractive argument. In a sense, the more attractive and beguiling the argument, the more careful you have to be, whether it's in medicine or or woo or sociology. Do you apply the same sort of uh, rules to when you're reading Nick Cohen or Christopher? Um, oh, of course. Very much so, yes. And indeed, I did that very significantly to Chomsky um, in the about 10... Well, Chomsky kind of made it pretty obvious. No, but 10... It ten, made it no, pretty easy toward the end. 10, 15... No, but that's the point... Points about 10, 15 years ago, I would read him and I would feel outraged about the things he was talking and I would be, you know, I would think, my goodness, he's a prophet unto the nations kind of thing. Right. And then I started to feel discomforted at how 
righteous I was feeling in that indignation, if you see what I mean. I thought, hold on, let's find out exactly, let, let's, let's follow his sources, because that sounds almost unbelievable. Let's follow, oh, actually, that, that editorial didn't quite say that, and, oh, that reference is pointing to another book which he wrote. Uh, uh, okay. And so, you know, at that point you sort of say, well, okay, there's an interesting rhetoric going on. And now I would never be so nasty as to call her Chomsky. That would be hideous. <laughs> Some, someone said that someone in one of the e- emails I received, one of the very many emails in the last 24 hours, mm-hmm. it's been a strange weekend. Um, one of them said, if you carry on this way, and it was a compliment. If you carry on this way, you could be the Chomsky of gaming. Like, How dare you? How dare you, sir? Slap. <laughs> anyway, let's stop talking about this now, shall we? Yes, let's. So, so, I wanted to ask you how what you feel felt feel about Ian Banks. Um, uh, I, I I I like the ideas of his books, but his execution sometimes had issues, particularly with regard to the ridiculous names he used for some of his spaceships. <laughs> okay, so you've already signed. I've not read anything. About and the wasp wasp factory was all right. Yep. Uh, Somebody didn't. Somebody online didn't like the business, but I sort of. I think I remember liking the business. Mm-hmm. Um, don't particularly like his rather stupid Scottish um, knee-jerk anti-Jew stuff. Well, that's uh, see, that's where I was wondering. Media I was stuff. wondering whether you were going to have written him off for his rather extraordinary comments about Israel. Oh, he's he's done it so many times that that I I know. But I I'm as you know, I'm very good at separating the artist from the. Uh, from his idiotic expressions, that's why I can listen to Wagner and things like that. Yes. So I don't care that he's a he's, he's obviously a bit of an idiot, but and he's naive as long as he writes good stuff. I haven't heard anything about Ian M. Banks how he is. So oh, Ian M. Banks, I, I, who knows what he's like? But he, he's doing okay. Be, he's fine. Yeah, I think he'll be all right. Um, he'll be extracted from Ian Banks, and that <laughs> always annoyed me as well, actually. Yes. That, that annoyed me about him. Ooh, ooh, um, I'm Ian Banks, but my other one's Ian M. Banks. I'll just write books under your name, and some of them will be sci-fi, and some of them won't. I, that pissed me off. Stephen King did it for a while. as He, uh, he would write under Richard Bachman, Bachman when yeah. he was doing um, yeah. a non-horror. I think it's yeah. better. If you're going to do it, do it under a different name. I think that's the best yeah. way forward with it. I found it. There was, was something cloying, a little bit twee. I didn't enjoy but it. But it did, even though, the, and even though this is the ultimate in twee, when uh, Bachman was outed as, as King before he wanted it to happen, Yes. Um, he wrote The Dark Half, which is a book about someone's pen name uh, being killed off <laughs> and then coming to life and killing him and all his family. Excellent. Um, and, uh, and he dedicated the book to Richard Bachman. And it was, yes, it was twee, but it was also really creepy. <laughs> no, <laughs> that, that, that's dealing it in a, in, a, in a classier way, I think. That's fine. Um, yeah. I, um, you, you went to America a few weeks ago. I cut, uh, indeed, just last week I got back. You did, and you took a long time to recover. Oh my goodness! I mean, I, I'm as I get older. I mean, it was the worst jet lag imaginable. You know, the eight, the uh, I was over there for eight days, so I got far too used to it, and then the eight hour time difference yeah. coming home. But wow, as I get older, it hurts worse it's every not just, time. It's not just the hurting. There is something deeply psychically troubling about it. You feel like you've been transported from another dimension or something. You know, nothing works properly anymore, and you don't perceive things the way they should be. It just feels very, very alienating and you you know you know that feeling that you get when you wake up and you shouldn't be or you should be and then oh horrible isn't it really I, um I, jim asked me on the way out what i felt about teleportation and whether i would be okay with the destruction of my original um mm. as i teleported over and i was like going back and forth and i and arguing about this on the, on the flight home I, I as we left i declared that you could keep my, my you could keep the original alive as long as you want you could torture it for all i care just teleport yes. me home yeah yeah oh well you, yes, because you were basically, that's why we didn't record one last week, you were basically dead for a week. I was I was going to bed at like 8.30 and sleeping 10 hours a night and still feeling horrendous the next morning. Ridiculous. And you were upgraded. I got, yes, I, acc- I got accidentally upgraded to upper class on the flight home. Bizarre. I went to the check, we were checking in and I got, you know how sometimes they wave you to a free desk even if it's not the yeah. right one. And I was waved to the upper class check-in. So she said, so how can I help you? And I said, well, you can upgrade me to upper class if you like. And she started going, tapping on the computers. Oh, there are seats available there. $2,200. And I said, well, I was looking more around the sort of free price. Um, so clearly I was being silly. And then suddenly she's on the phone and she's tapping away. And she goes, OK, you do have enough miles. So I've upgraded you. Uh, what? I was saving those miles. 
Yeah, saving them. But the she best. kind of did it anyway, and I was like, this is a bit awkward because also I'm leaving Jim behind as well, which is a good. bit rude. No, that's good actually because yes. you don't have to talk for eight hours. Oh no, no, we were we we, we uh, on the flight out. We were quite happily set apart. We were going to be sitting next to each other on the flight back, but we'd already agreed that there was no rules. We had to just plug our phones <laughs> in and get on with it. Good, yeah. So Jim, Jim and I had eaten together for about two or three meals a day, non-stop for eight days. I think we had, we probably had enough of sitting next to each other. You didn't kill each other in the end. No, it seems that we're both capable of tolerating each other for that Excellent. extra time, which is good. Excellent. Didn't he find being away from his baby problematic? I think he was. I think he very much missed being away from his son. I found mm. I was, you know, being away from a cat was uh, difficult. Yeah, it must have been nasty to be away from uh, Dexter for that amount of time, especially when he was. You know, I mean, Laura was looking after him, and you can hardly trust her. God, was he? Are you sure? Have you checked his different his body work and his patches? And are you sure it's the same cat? It's not some <laughs> some black cat that she's put him next. I on. have noticed weird splodges of paint around the house. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, fin- Finch is in this room, by the way. Do you want to say hello to her? No, not in the slightest. Finch, say hello. Hi, Finch. You're the nicer one. I'm glad you're the one that lived. Ah, uh, there she is. Yeah. Anyway, that was uh, great. It was great. Great, great podcasting. Great podcasting. It's not not like Minnie used to be, where Minnie would actually give a piece of her mind, wouldn't it? Minnie was a, a rude cat. <laughs> she was a very rude cat. I'm sure she was lovely in some ways. Uh, I should come down to you in Bath and actually do some proper face-to-face recording so we you don't should. do this hideous Skype stuff at some time. I'll come down this coming week, shall I? Some I, don't th- I don't know if there's going to be time this coming week. You need to stop that nonsense now. Working full-time? Yeah, just get some slaves in. Oh, you do need to get some slaves in, you're right. You, you, and there's, there, look, don't think that there isn't any slavery in the world. You know there's plenty of slavery. There's enormous the more slavery now than there was at the time of Wilberforce, in fact. Exa- exactly, so... Yeah. Uh, you, just get plenty some. easily available. You can import them in now in a, in a way without having to have complicated giant boats and exactly all sorts. So if if I put you in touch with somebody, you can arrange that, and then we'll have time to record podcasts. That would be good. Like I was thinking, gen- I need a PA to answer my emails now. A slave PA. A slave PA. I don't pay them. It'd be ridiculous. Well, yes. I believe mean, we call them interns or indeed the unemployed. Yes. Satire for you there. This has been the Now Show. Thank you very much. The Now Show is still being made bizarrely. I know, isn't it weird that they, even in the face of our biting response, yeah, they still uh, feel uh, oh, talk, to make talk, it. Talking about comedy, do you know what uh, Victoria started watching again? And I didn't want to initially, but I've been dragged in just by its presence just before bed. Is it, it Derek? No, it's uh, started from the very beginning of The Golden Girls. <laughs> oh my goodness. Right from the beginning, 1984 or whatever. You really have converted her, haven't you? But the thing about the Golden Girls is, I was surprised at how good some of the writing was. Oh yes, I mean it's an incredibly highly respected sitcom in the states, and um, also, time. It, it, and also again, as one always notices, and we've discussed before about uh, multi-camera um, sitcoms from that era, mm-hmm. so unbelievably theatrical and stagey. Yes, yes, uh, I and love there it. was, and there was one scene, for example, where they were all discussing something. And then they had a little contretemps, and then, and then the scene needed to end, so they all kind of exited stage left. There was no reason why they needed to leave the lounge, but they just they just <laughs> they kind of all did. Just filed out the front door. <laughs> no, 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 to the side. They all went into the kitchen for no reason or whatever. After right. the end of this, after the discussion came to an end. Whereas today, today, of course, there would have been a naturalistic sort of fading out while they were still talking and dribbling to another. Do you know what I mean? It was absolutely. So, yeah. This is the end of the scene, and now it's time for intermission. Kind of thing curtain came down in front of you almost it was like that and it's 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 quite nice to see it i think it's time for that sort of thing to come back a little bit well you're so angry about it in the big bang theory no i think the problem with the big bang theory is it probably wasn't written well enough i mean the thing about the golden girls is the characters were all very well if you go back if you go back and look at get hold of a script of an early episode of cheers and you the writing is so tight and so perfect those scripts are tiny there's so few pages and yet they feel 22 minutes they're incredibly tight writing i think i, I never liked cheers because i just never liked the notion of those characters you know mm-hmm. pe- people in a bar nah. but again it, 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 it's the gag writing in that show was was uh, especially in the early years was absolutely just sublime even if the, even if you didn't like the result, I think the just the the quality of the craft exactly is, there is, is a craft and it is there is, it's almost operatic and that sounds like an odd thing to say but here's what I mean by that opera and musicals are very artificial and peculiar and people do mm. not go around singing 
but it's got to draw you in such that it becomes natural that singing is the way that people communicate in this universe. Um, mm-hmm. And similarly, in sitcoms, gags are the way people communicate in this universe. It's not odd that everybody's quipping every second yes. sentence. Yes. Um, and if you start to feel that that is odd, then the sitcoms failed. It's where actually it's, you know, that's just the way they speak. In the same way that suddenly in rhyming couplets, people are rhyming or in mm-hmm. opera, people are singing arias to one another. Um, the best the best sitcom uh, that's being made at the moment is called Happy Endings. And they did a fantastic um, uh, episode based around this. They had one of the characters, Penny, started dating a, a guy from outside their friendship group. And so she was as a part because she was dating him, she was required to hang out with his friendship group. And when she did that, they wrote the his friendship group as as just real people. Uh-huh. So they would sit around in the pub just having conversations and no one was being funny and nothing <laughs> wacky happened to them and no peculiar set of unlikely circumstances unfolded out of one misunderstanding. And Penny becomes increasingly just terrified by this being trapped in this weird version of reality she can't understand because no one's being wacky and funny and it was really very beautifully observed oh i would have liked to everyone should watch happy endings it's very very good and i think it's being it's absolutely doomed now because they're burning off a couple of episodes on friday nights in america which is Uh, the worst thing that can happen to a tv show in america so shall i shall i watch it from the beginning or will i be annoyed don't yes don't watch it from the it's one of those awful things where the first three episodes were um just didn't they didn't get their own show really at that point and so it's even so much that when it was aired they showed the first episode and then they took the next two and they tucked them on the end of the series because i think they realized no one was going to stick with the show if they had to watch those first three in order right um, so you get to the end of the series and suddenly it takes this weird dive in quality it after by about episode four it stops worrying about storylines and reality and just starts slipping off into its own little fantasy worlds and stuff good good not in a and not in a scrubs way not in a oh i'm imagining this happening in an actual like there's an episode where another man lives in their attic for a week or there's one episode where one of the characters uh, he's a, a, a he's portrayed as a fat guy he's really not very fat but he's like the gay fat character Mm-hmm. Um, and he's complete. He's he, he's not, he's completely not camp, and there's you know so many jokes about that too. But he he because he's because of who he is. They don't ever they don't ever underline this joke. They just mention it that he's he hibernates for an episode because he's <laughs> like a bear basically. Fair enough. And so he just hibernates, and that's it. He's hibernating, and he growls on everyone and tries to wake him up, and that's who he is for an episode. It's just this growling bear person. And they don't ever feel like they need to go. Wow, that was crazy that the, you turned into him, or oh, that yeah, was just. No, a dream. I like that sort of weird. Yeah. Good. Good. Let's 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 have more of that, shall we? Absolutely. And of, of course, I saw my first episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm on the plane on the way back. I haven't watched it for so long. I've forgotten how brilliant that program is. It is, isn't it? Victoria it was the Michael J. Fo- have you seen the Michael J. Fox episode? No, I haven't. Oh my yes. goodness! It's it's all about whether he is deliberately winding up Larry or if it's the Parkinson's. That's what the whole episode is about. <laughs> oh, just saying that makes me want to go and see exactly. It exactly it's beautiful and it's again every moment every detail all the way through loops around to this perfect finish it's just such a wonderfully written program it is it is the, the little and as i was watching the um, even the golden girls and things like that, i think you know as we go as we go forward a uh, hundred years or so these will be seen as this kind of regency period uh, drama works of our time these very yes. very precisely written well crafted constructed pieces of uh, theatre, frankly, that uh, were d- dismissed initially as, of course, popular entertainment, but actually are far more than that. I just don't. What about Veronica's Closet? Do you think that will be as well? Sorry, <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think of some of the worst sitcoms that are just kind of these banal, inoffensive, uh, nothing sitcoms. Um, no, the worst sitcom. There was something that had Bobby Ewing from Neighbours, not from Neighbours, from Dallas, from Dallas, on a, on a roller coaster at the beginning of the sitcom. What was that? When I was studying for my GCSEs. If anybody wants to email uh, podcast at rundoings.com, Bobby Ewing from Dallas in a roller coaster at the beginning of a sitcom. I'm finding out now. I'm cheating. title sequence. So um, it's Patrick Duffy, obviously, was Bobby. Yeah. What sitcoms have you been in? Um, so we're talking... Uh, we're Nin- early 90s. Um, okay, early 90s. I'm still in the 80s here. Um, so he's in Dallas... And then he was in Step by Step, is what step you're thinking of. Step by Step, that's it. Ran for seven years, or eight, eight, eight seasons. That's the worst. 160 life. episodes. Step by Step. You should watch Step by Step from the start. Everybody, your homework is to watch episode one of Step by Step. Find it on YouTube or something. 
see it must be there somewhere i'm just checking netflix for it uh, frankly even even just go to youtube and watch the theme youtube uh, and then and then mail podcast at rumdoings.com and tell me what you think um because <laughs> i remember it being soul destroying it's not on UK Netflix. Um, my PC isn't set up for US Netflix. That's fair enough. I'm sure we'll find it. Because they're DNS time. But let me, I, can just, I can just check US Netflix on my tablet now. Why? You're not in America. I know. I mean, it's like I've got a, a oh, magic yes, portal. You're committing a crime. No, I'm not actually committing a crime at all. I'm doing something totally legal. I'm using a um, something Legal. called Unblock US, which is a completely legitimate service. It should be illegal. It should be. I mean, they should stamp this out immediately that I'm paying yeah. my money to access yeah. something. I'm disgusted by audiobooks. Can you fix up audiobooks, please? No, I can't. Because, because the publishing industry seems to be the most backward mm. and nasty and avaricious industry that there is left in the creative world, besides the movie industry, of course. What about and the music industry? Worse than the music industry, because at least the music industry said, look, we've got to allow for streaming, we've got to allow for oh, okay. DRM-free yeah. uh, MP3s. Publishing, no way. They refuse. It's, it, But, you know, they're going to get their comeuppance just like everybody else does. The pilot for episode, step by, if, you, if you YouTube search for step-by-step step pilot, you'll find episode 1x01. Excellent. I want everybody there. Your homework is that you have to... Oh, somebody asked... Uh, I, I publicly said that I would give the result of my Linux uh, professional Yes, you forgot exam. to get how your exam went. You promised you would yes. say how it went. 59 out of 60. Oh, Nick, I'm so disappointed. I know, it was a question What did you about, lose the mark on? It was a question about a Red Hat and a specific thing that, fortunately, my friend Adam Huffman, who is a Red Hat aficionado, also didn't know the answer to. So it was a badly, <laughs> it was a badly written question. I blame, oh, yes, I blame the question. I blame the question. So well, congratulations. Go. I hope you rubbed it in the face of your staff. Of course I did. That's what they're there for. <laughs> the problem with my staff is that one works in Mantua staff. Um, <laughs> the two people at Rock Paper Shotgun employees. You have are, a you staff know. which you bang on the table. That's right. <laughs> No, no, my staff, which I, I bang them on the table. That's yeah. what happens. Um, it, Adam's in Manchester and, and Nathan's in uh, San Francisco. Right. So I can very rarely literally rub their face in anything. No, you'd have I had to, to get go to San Francisco last week just to rub Nathan's face in stuff. Well, I hope you took the opportunity to do it. Very much so. He's a beautiful man. So that was Is quite he? a pleasure. Yes, a very lovely boy. Were you attracted to him? I, I, I wanted to just, just, just gently stroke his beautiful hair. Well, you give him I didn't, though, because otherwise, I, as a boss, <laughs> yes, um, I might have got in some form of trouble. <laughs> yes, a, come here. One of your duties is to provide your dead hair in my hands. <laughs> and I want to reciprocate the movement of said hair in my hands several times, such that I can be ensured that it's well-conditioned. Well, I need well-conditioned men in my company. Rock Paper Shotgun is the best at hiring. The two people we've hired, uh, one's Nathan Grace and the other is Adam Smith. Both of them just brilliant writers. Yeah, but to be fair, your your hiring of Dr. Harold Shipman didn't go quite as well. I maintain that was still an excellent choice and his extracurricular activities were not relevant to his games reviewing. Plus, let's be honest, old people don't play games anyway, so it's not like he was doing anything about your demographic. Exactly, he was barely hurting our readership at all. Exactly, so. excellent. Fair enough. Mm. Okay, well, that sounds like Laura's prepared your dinner. It does, doesn't it? It's really exciting, because I, normally I do dinner, but Laura's doing it today, so this is very exciting. I'm going to finish recording go downstairs to my tea. Being a woman, she probably can't cook very well. Well, you know what? I've, be, I've written down some instructions, not with words or anything, I like pictures <laughs> of how to mash potato and stuff. So. Potato. Okay, well... Sweet potato! Sweet potato! With a lot of butter in it, I hope. I hope so, otherwise I'll be furious. Of course you will. She'll get to know the back of my hand. Sure, she already does. She probably picks spots out of it or something. Oh, she does. I love that. That's the best reason for having women. Two greatest things they, about... They do, love, they do love doing that, don't they? they like, do little, like little monkeys. <laughs> Nobody tells you about that before you the, engage with them. Do, do, do you? But they do. They like picking, The picking. two best things about being married, there's someone to squeeze the spots on your back for you. But they like doing that. They, and they you do like, do like don't doing they? it. I don't like doing it, though. Ooh. But they like wrong. it. They, they go there. And sometimes they, they'll, they'll get sad when they don't find any. <laughs> That's true. And then the other great thing is, do you know about these weird 
puffy shower sponges. You've talked about them before. Yes. Oh, I haven't, the, have I? The, you have the multidimensional shower sponge that that, that has um, a, an eighth of a micron of shower gel on exactly. them and then produces produces foam to cover the whole universe. I don't think I'm even allowed to talk about them because there no. might be some unmarried people listening. Some unmarried men might be finding out about these. Yes, and they, well, especially, you know, the, the picking and the shower, uh, the shower vortexes. Um, I'm so I'm so hooked on my little shower vortex device. I took it to America with me. You took it to you. I took it to America like a you're lady so, does. You're such a lady. No wonder you like them so much in your article. <laughs> you should have coloured your article pink. <laughs> Ladies do like pink. Well, uh, very sadly, um, you know, we tried really hard with Judith not to <laughs> inculcate any of this into her. And of course, she goes to nursery and the other little girls tell her exactly. So she told, so we, so we're showing her the, well, the book, you know, the toy, there was a toy catalogue. Mm-hmm. She looked through it and said, oh, gee, there's a lovely uh, set of Lego over there. You can make a digger out of it or a helicopter. No, no, it has to be a fairy princess castle. And you, you really think this is purely uh, mimesis from, from nursery? You don't think there's anything in her that, that she just happens to be someone who likes fairy princess castles? Maybe, but it's sad. When she was one, she used to be able to name the planets. Now she names all the ponies and princesses and pink things. And, uh, and, she, and she has toys that do this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Princess Skyla. Can we play? Please? Let's Please? Please? <laughs> my little pony. My Skinny and bony. Well, exactly. So, you know, that's where we are today. So, you know, what can I do? I, th- I blame I blame her mother. I do too. Well, in fact, the My Little Pony things, I think you can squarely pin on Victoria. Yes, exactly. And I, I, want, uh, I want to hear one more thing from the pony. You want? What, sorry, what do you want to hear? I want another thing from the pony. Ready? Okay. Mommy, are you a princess too? <laughs> you know, uh, how's that going to cope with equality? Mommy, are you a princess too? You know, because that's the sole thing you can be. I saw an advert today about Cocoa Pops, which at the end informed mums about the new vitamin D content. I thought that was a bit strange. Don't dads take any interest in cereal at all? And, and do dads not go to Iceland? No, they, dads aren't allowed in Iceland. No. If they, they can detect, if your loins have girded, mm, exactly. you, are, they, you are turned away at the doors. Oh, and also very interestingly, um, just in case you thought that, that vitamin D was significant... Um, it contains the same amount of vitamin D that you would get from exactly one and a half seconds worth of noonday sun. The the, the cocoa pops. Yes. <laughs> so you know, enjoy. Um, shall we say goodbye? Okay, but oh, I'm only going to say goodbye to mums. I'm only going to say goodbye to ladies as well because they're best. Okay. <laughs> I mean, but we 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 we've always had a sneaking suspicion that they are really. I but, don't know. Even though they don't they don't have very good senses of humour, but they are the best. <laughs> Yeah. I was thinking about how much fun it would be They're to just serious, but they, to write but they, to have written yeah. this article on on RPS and, and other articles like it, but actually just in my private life, just to start sewing some really insidiously sexist comments into conversations and stuff, and see how yeah. long it would take before my hypocrisy was called out. Yes, because it's usually the sort of thing that would happen, wouldn't it, in these sorts exactly. of incidences? Yes, like all these, like that, um, like that, that that bishop who said how much he found gay marriage and gay relationships distressing. And then he, he had to recuse himself because he'd been naughty with, with, with willies. Maybe he just didn't like commitment. Maybe that was purely <laughs> <Yes>. it. <laughs> yes. OK, well, um, podcast at rumdoings.com. At rumdoings, you can send us a review. Do what the hell you want. Go away. Bye. Bye. <laughs>